0: Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shibley, President of the Anglican Internet Church. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based upon the appointed readings in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year on prayer book pages X to XLI primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm. Other variations from these general guidelines are pointed out in the individual podcasts. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the First and Second Lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. By the time the King James Version, commonly abbreviated KJV, was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text but substituted the KJV text for all other scripture Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit Father Ron's blog on the AIC website on which I post illustrations on the subject matter of the podcast. In this case, an illumination with verses 6 to 14a from Psalm 89 from the Stuttgart Psalter, produced at the Abbey of saint germain Prix, Paris, circa 820 AD, part of a monastery associated with Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne the upper portion of an 11th-century mosaic of Isaiah from the Neomoni Monastery in Chios, Greece, and a circa 800 AD illumination on parchment of Luke writing his gospel from the Ada Gospels. In the blog posting, I explain the difference in the numbering between St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible, printed in Latin, and the version used in the Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, based on Jerome's 4th century translation, which was made the official Bible by the Roman Catholic Church in the 16th century, all psalms from Psalm 10 to 150 are off by one number. For example, Psalm 89 is Psalm 88. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin a tradition which still is followed in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The psalm reading appointed for Christmas Day is the first 30 verses of Psalm 89, a 51-verse psalm traditionally attributed to David, but modern scholarship attributes to Ethan the Ezraite, who is referred to in the Hebrew inscription. He may have been the leader of a choir who sang this song for King David, for more on that see first Kings four verse thirty one. The Psalm's opening words in Latin are Miserary Cordius Domini. With my mouth will I ever be showing thy truth from one generation to another, for I have said mercy shall be set up for ever, thy truth shalt thou establish in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever, and set up thy throne from one generation to another. O Lord, the very heavens shall praise thy wondrous works and thy truth in the congregation of the saints. For who is he among the clouds that shall be compared unto the Lord? And what is he among the gods that shall be like unto the Lord? God is very greatly to be feared in the council of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are round about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is like unto thee? Thy truth, most mighty Lord, is on every side. Thou rulest the raging of the sea. Thou stillest the waves thereof when they arise. Thou hast subdued Egypt and destroyed it. Thou hast scattered thine enemies abroad with thy mighty arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. Thou hast laid the foundation of the round world, and all that therein is. Thou hast made the north and the south, Tabor and Hermon, shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong as thy hand, and high as thy right hand. Righteousness and equity are the habitation of thy seat. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people, O Lord, that can rejoice in thee. They shall walk in the light of thy countenance. Their delight shall be daily in thy name, and in thy righteousness shall they make their boast. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy loving kindness thou shalt lift up our horns. For the Lord is our defense, the Holy One of Israel is our King. Thou spakest sometime in visions unto thy saints, and saidst, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. My hand shall hold him fast, and my arms shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not be able to do him violence. The son of wickedness shall not hurt him. I will smite down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. My truth also and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his dominion also in the sea and his right hand in the flood. He shall call me, thou art my father, my God, and my strong salvation, and I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forever, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. An early commentator on Psalm 80 was Theodoret of Cyprus, the late 4th century, early 5th century saint, who stressed the Christological importance of two sets of verses, the first being the promise to David in verses 3 and 4, I have made a covenant with my chosen, I have sworn unto David my servant, thy seed will I establish forever, and set up thy throne from one generation to another. The second set of verses is verses 27 to 30, his writings may have provided the inspiration to include verses 27 to 30 in the reading for morning prayer on Easter morning. He shall call me, Thou art my Father, my God, and my strong salvation, and I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. In the Christological explanations, the psalm, while literally about King David, more broadly refers to his son and heir, Jesus Christ our Savior. In the illustration on my blog page from the Stuttgart Psalter, which depicts Christ at the center, with King David on the left and two Hebrew scholars on the right, Eastern Church scholars see the transfiguration of Christ on Mount Tabor as being prefigured in verses 5 to 18, especially verse 12, which reminds readers that God is the creator of the entire world and all that is in it, over it, above it, or under it. The Christological understanding is also supported by the Septuagint version of the final verse of Psalm 89, which is not part of today's reading, is your Christ instead of thine anointed. Verse 16 is a variation on the theme of blessedness, with the people blessing the Lord and pledging how they will live. For more on the theological meaning of blessed in the Psalms, see the AIC bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality, An Anglican Perspective, Part 3, Blessed is the Man, dot, 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 on pages 31 to 62. The final verse, verse 51, is a doxology for the end of Book 3. Probably owing to its length, only verses 1 to 30 are read liturgically in Anglican worship. In the AIC bookstore publication, The Prayer Book Psalter: History Text and Commentary, the full text of Psalm 89 is followed by commentary and a listing of every use in the psalm in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The book's glossary provides commentary on every person, place, event, and geographical and geological feature mentioned in the text with cross-references to psalm and verse number. The first lesson for morning prayer on Christmas Day is Isaiah 9, verses 2-7, to a prophecy of the Savior and the manner of His governance, including in verse 6 the titles Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. The second lesson is Luke 2, verses 1 to 20, which is Luke's nativity narrative, beginning with his record of the census as the reason for the presence of the Holy Family in Bethlehem and closing with the angelic annunciation to the shepherds and the Gloria in Excelsis Canticle. The prophet Isaiah is the subject of Part 2, Chapter 1 in our bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament. Luke's nativity account is featured with illustrations in two AIC bookstore publications, The Gospel of Luke, Annotated and Illustrated, and Christmas, The Nativity of Our Lord in Scripture, Art, and Christian Tradition and is also the subject of episode 14 in our Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels. The life of St. Luke is the subject of episode 15 in our Christian education video series, The Lives of the Saints, first series on the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Saints. The season of Christmas is also celebrated in the AIC seasonal video series, Christmas, the Nativity of Our Lord, which is presented in two episodes. Additional traditional celebrations of Christmas include our video series Lessons and Carols for Christmas Eve and the 12 Days of Christmas, the latter presented in 12 episodes, one each for the days from December 25th through January 5th. Each series includes theme music and is available using links on the digital library page with podcast versions on the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The Closing Prayer is a composition for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer by Archbishop Cranmer, which was modified in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer by the substitution of the phrase as at this time for the original wordings on this day. It is the first of two collects for Christmas Day, and is required to be read throughout the octave of Christmas. Bible scholars cite John 1, verse 9, and 1 John one five seven 7, and 9 as the possible scriptural inspiration. Almighty God, who has given us Thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon Him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made Thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by Thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.